you know, choosing the right moisturizer, it seems so easy. All we need to do is maybe find something that will reduce that transepidermal water loss, right? Well, sure, that seems like it could be easy, but you know, with all the amount of moisturizers that exist in today's world, it's just a huge and daunting task. Hello and welcome to the Millennial Doc Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Nicoletta Brankov, board-certified dermatologist, skin, hair, and nail specialist, and plant-based beauty foods expert. This is your place to hear the whole truth on skincare, skin trends, and myths, so you can get the tools you need to take back your confidence starting now. The information in this episode is not medical advice. This is for informational purposes only, and you should always consult with your doctor before implementing any of the information. Now, on to the show. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Nicoletta, board-certified dermatologist. Again, if you're new to the show, welcome, welcome. I give you really a lot of topics on skincare, skin trends, skin myths, also topics in the future about hair and nails as well. So everything that you need from the right experts. So hair, skin, and nails expert here. And just know that I'm answering as many of the questions that I can that I get from questions that I post on Instagram here on the podcast. So, you know, I really enjoyed the feedback that I got from the moisturizers episode. Now we went over the basics of moisturizers and typically the next question that most people are asking is, well, how do you know if that's the right moisturizer for your skin type? So today's episode will discuss really, are you actually using the right moisturizer for your skin type? You know, choosing the right moisturizer, it seems so easy all we need to do is maybe find something that will reduce that transepidermal water loss, right? So it's, it seems like it should be, okay, so let's just find something that has those ingredients that will decrease the amount of water that's lost across the skin, right? Well, sure, that seems like it could be easy, but you know, with all the amount of moisturizers that exist in today's world, it's just a huge and daunting task. And that's why we, it leads to skincare overwhelm and then not taking action and actually doing the things for your skin health. So why can it be so difficult to figure out which moisturizer in the huge amount that there's out there? because there are just way too many options. So the most important thing is to read the ingredients list. So on the front of the bottle, it's usually all the marketing and it looks beautiful, it looks great. But the most important thing is to read that ingredient list. Today's episode will firstly discuss how important it is to understand the types of vehicles there are to deliver the ingredients of a moisturizer onto your skin. Secondly, it's also important to understand which vehicle and ingredients can help you with your specific skin type. Let's first dive into what exactly is a vehicle? You may or may not have heard that word. We use it a lot in dermatology. Okay, what vehicle is this product formulated in? And that's a lot of times how we choose a specific vehicle based on the condition that we're treating in dermatology, based on your skin type, based on what we think you can tolerate after seeing you as a patient. So topical formulations are made up in a vehicle or a base, basically, which may be optimized for a particular site of the body or maybe a type of skin condition. 
So the product may be designed to be moisturizing or to maximize the penetration of an active ingredient, for example, like a medicine, into or through the skin. So examples of just a few vehicles for topical formulations of skincare products are lotions, creams, ointments, and gels. So there are more different types of vehicles, for example, solutions and paste and other things. But I would say the most common ones when it comes to your skincare products are lotions, creams, ointments, and gel. And let's kind of briefly review each of these four different vehicles. So lotion. Lotion is usually considered thicker than a solution, which a solution is more basically almost similar to liquid liquid water. So lotion is usually considered thicker than a solution and more likely to contain oil as well as water or alcohol. A cream is thicker than a lotion. They maintain its shape. And usually there's a 50 to 50 ratio of emulsion of oil and water. And creams, of course, are very moisturizing and they contain less water compared to a lotion, which is why I prefer them and I love creams. So ointments. Ointments are semi-solid. They're water-free or nearly almost 100%, almost water-free, maybe not 100%. But they're 80% oil. They're very greasy. They're sticky. They, They are considered an emollient. They're also a protective and occlusive as well. And so the last one are gels. Gels are more of a, a alcoholic, basically semi-solid emulsion. So basically there's more alcohol base to a gel. And so often it can liquefy upon contact with the skin. Usually gels also can contain preservatives, but in general, I would say gels are more of an aqueous, watery or alcoholic semi-solid emulsion. So what's really good to do is like if you've never seen a gel or an ointment or a cream or lotion, you usually can find any of these different types of vehicles. Uh, It usually says it on the front of a bottle and then you could kind of compare by putting them on the back of your hand and be like, okay, well this one makes sense why it's an ointment, this is a cream. And then I think that's the best way to really learn the differences. So hopefully that's helpful. That's just a little bit about what exactly is a vehicle and the four different types of vehicles that skincare products can be formulated in. Now there are more, but I just talked about the four main ones. So now that we learned that, let's kind of discuss some of the most important ingredients for your skin type. Now, again, refer back to the skin type episode, which I talked about basically the different skin types. So today I'll talk about the normal combination skin. I'll kind of group that into one with the advice that I'm giving when it comes to ingredients to look for for this skin type. And then I'll kind of break it down into the sensitive inflamed skin as another, then oily, then dry. So let's start off with normal combination skin. So remember that these skin types, they can use almost any type of moisturizer. However, I do tend to recommend to focus on gels and lotions as they are typically more lightweight and lightweight moisturizers, they'll almost always be less irritating and not as heavy on the skin. However, typically, like I said, if you want to not use a gel or lotion, but you want to use a cream, I mean, typically the normal normal skin type should tolerate most of anything and even combination skin. But remember, combination skin, you do have that T-zone of the oily area, which is why maybe you would want to you know, choose a gel or something that's more lightweight. So these are the ingredients that you should look for within a moisturizer if you have normal or combination skin. So the first one is hyaluronic acid, which is a humectant. The other one is glycerin, which is another humectant. 
ceramides, which are emollients, and then dimethicone, which is an occlusive. So typically you can look for any of these types of ingredients within your moisturizer. For sensitive or inflamed skin, this skin type definitely needs extra care. So that means that you need to look really for something that's soothing, hydrating, and also might have anti-inflammatory ingredients. So in episode 26, I also mentioned how it is important to avoid gel-based moisturizers with sensitive skin. So people with sensitive skin typically don't really handle the alcohol ingredient well that's found, say, in a gel. And that's why sensitive skin should be hydrated with a cream-based moisturizer that potentially also has these calming ingredients. So let's dive into which ingredients to look for if you have sensitive or inflamed skin. Hyaluronic acid, again, that's a humectant, allantoin, colloidal oatmeal, shea butter, aloe vera. Again, when choosing these products, what's very, very important though for sensitive and inflamed skin is that just because it has aloe vera on the front side of the bottle, always check the back and avoid anything with fragrance in it, especially if you do have that sensitive and inflamed skin type. Okay, so the next one is oily skin. So again, look for gel-based moisturizers as these formulations have less occlusives, which you really don't need occlusives for oily skin. Remember, occlusives were like the type of component of a moisturizer where it puts a protection, like a seal on your actual top layer of skin. So you have less of that transepidermal water loss. So it serves as like a barrier on the skin, a seal. So if you have oily skin, look for gel-based moisturizers, and it's always great to use a light gel-based moisturizer. So these are the ingredients to look for if you have oily skin that can potentially be helpful. You want to look for water-based ingredients such as hyaluronic acid and glycerin. Remember when your skin is oily, I mentioned this back in the other episode early on about skin types, is that when your skin is oily, that does not mean that you should not be moisturizing it. Oily does not mean that your skin is moisturized. And you still should be using these water-based ingredients, hyaluronic acid and glycerin, and then emollients such as ceramides and also linoleic acid are also good for all skin types. And lastly is dry skin type. So for dry skin types, you want to look for cream-based moisturizers as these formulations contain more occlusives and actual emollients to help trap water in your skin. Since your skin is so dry, we want to have that occlusive protective seal and we want to give that emollient as well on to kind of smoothen your skin, soften your skin and to help trap water in your skin. So helpful ingredients for dry skin type are dimethicone. This helps trap water by basically forming a silky layer on your skin. Also oleic acid and shea butter is also very nice for dry skin as well. But in general, the key is for dry skin is that cream-based moisturizer. So let's briefly kind of recap the four different skin types that I mentioned here and just briefly do a quick summary of the good vehicle for each one. And again, vehicles, just to remind you, are those gel, lotion, ointments, and cream. It's how it's delivered onto the skin. So for normal combination skin, you pretty much should be able to tolerate any of those vehicles, whether it's a cream, a gel, a lotion, or an ointment. However, for combination skin, just remember you are tend to be a bit more oily in that T-zone area on your face. So it is preferable to choose something that's more lightweight, like a lotion or a gel. 
So for sensitive and inflamed skin, you want to try to choose anything that's basically not gel-based. So for sensitive and inflamed skin, creams should work well. Ointments work well as well. And then for oily skin, this is the opposite of sensitive. You actually want to try to look for the gel as the vehicle. And lastly, for dry, the best one is going to be cream. So that was a kind of a, an amazing just recap about what exactly is a vehicle. And then, you know, are you using the right moisturizer for your skin type? So always kind of look back and listen to your skin and see based on your skin type. So you learn about the most important ingredients within a moisturizer based on your skin type. And also the best possible vehicle, aka moisturizer type, gel, cream, lotion, ointment for your skin type. I hope this episode was helpful. So number one, just know your skin type. Number two, know which moisturizer type, aka vehicle to choose. And number three, be aware of the key ingredients to look for. It's always so important to listen to your skin. So if you ever feel like a moisturizer is causing you any type of irritation, just discontinue its use and try out a different one. And the ingredients that I mentioned on this episode, they may or may not be helpful for your skin type. And it's always important to remember that skincare is all about trial and error. It's very important to be aware of what your skin type is. And really, it's helpful to know the main ingredients in these different types of the components of moisturizers. It really is helpful to know that. And I'll have it all organized on the podcast blog for you to refer back to. So seriously, knowing the right moisturizer for your skin type will be super helpful as you work toward achieving that glowing, healthy skin. Now you just have more tools in your healthy skin toolkit to start glowing like an amazing superwoman you are. All right, so that's all I have for you guys this week. Go out there, love your skin, and step out with confidence each and every day. Your skin and confidence is already on another level. I know it just listening to this show. And I hope you have an amazing day and see you next time. I'm over here virtually loving your glowing skin and cheering you on for finishing another episode of the Millennial Doc Podcast. I am so glad you stopped by to learn more and empower yourself on how to love your skin one day at a time. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, just head over to drnicoletta.com for the show notes and all the resources from today's episode. It would absolutely mean so much to me if you subscribe and leave a five-star review of the show. Your support helps me reach more listeners and thus impact thousands and thousands of people. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, don't forget to step out with confidence.